welcome to Back to the Futures, the official podcast of the Futures Collegiate Baseball League, presented by ChangeUp. I'm Owen Chatterk, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Johnny Maffey. We're doing this episode a little bit differently. We're calling it our playoff preview here for episode 27 of season three of Back to the Futures. And we start off with the standings, and currently the first place team is the Vermont Lake Monsters. Yep, good old Vermont. They went 26-2 and in the month of July. They had a 14-game win streak. They had a seven-game win streak. They have the best attendance in the league, and they're about to host a fun, very fun playoff series that will be at tonight. Today is Saturday. Happy playoffs. Happy FCBL playoffs. You know, Vermont was that. They weren't the team in June. They weren't the team in the first half. But, oh, once July rolled around, Owen, like, they're, they're the team. They're the, they're the one seed. They're the team to beat. July was their month, and someone who came in and made an immediate impact was MVP candidate Ethan Anderson. He was exceptional for the Starfires, winning the July Player of the Month. Patrick Harrington kept up his great season. Billy Oldham has been great for them as well. Two Pitcher of the Year candidates, two guys that have thrown extremely well. And another player who made an impact from the start was Andrew Bergeron, who was kind enough to take some time to talk to us about the Lake Monsters and what they have to do to win it all. Yeah, and another guy getting an award is co-manager of the year, Pete Wilk. Uh, Bergeron talked about him. He talked about, you know, some of those things they need to fill. And, hey, what to expect up at Centennial Field this weekend in Burlington. You know, it's going to be fun to watch tonight. I can't wait to get up there. It's going to be a great series. Yeah, it's going to be a fun series in Vermont for sure. We're excited to go up there tonight. And let's hear from Andrew Bergeron about the Lake Monsters and what their mentality is here heading into the playoffs. We are now honored to welcome on our next guest. It's Andrew Bergeron of the Vermont Lake Monsters. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us and congratulations on Vermont getting that one seed. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be a fun playoffs. And we got to start by asking about Coach Pete Wilk, who was just named co-manager of the year. You knew him before the summer as he was involved heading into or with you in Georgetown. What was it like playing for him and seeing him get this honor this summer? Yeah, so I originally committed to him as the uh, Georgetown coach, and this was my first time actually playing for him, and I, I, I loved it. You know, we, we had a bunch of extra opportunities to get our work in. We had early work every day that we could do. Um, I think he managed the team very well. He gave, he got everybody a bunch of playing time, put guys in the right spots, gave us the chance to win. And, you know, I think, I think he's a great coach. Yeah, it certainly would be weird if someone questioned what he did this summer with the winning streaks and the one seed going on. So you guys are certainly capable of going on a tear, which is required to win a championship. Uh, we've seen that multiple times this season, whether it was the record-breaking 14-game win streak or it was the seven-game win streak that – uh was the end of July, early August. So what's been the message in the locker room heading into this playoffs when, you know, you know, you guys can get hot, but how do you guys uh, go into that mentally? I think one of the biggest parts for us is our pitching. You know, that's where we build it all from. And we're going to have our best arms hot for our first playoff series. And I think our, with our best arms on the mound and our bats, you know, we always find a way to produce runs, even if we're not getting a bunch of hits and we always play solid defense. So I think that will give us a good shot to get pretty deep into the playoffs. Yeah. That sounds like the perfect formula for some playoff baseball right there. And we, and you know, elephant in the room, you guys have had plenty of roster turnover this year from the start of the season to the middle of the season till now, <laughs> what's <Yes>. been, <laughs> what's it been like being there from the start and kind of witnessing the comeback after the slow start and now kind of seeing guys now leaving and coming back and guys that have committed to stay like yourself and guys like Patrick Harrington. Uh, it's definitely been good 
to see, you know, all these different guys come and leave. You know, I've been here from the beginning, so I've seen probably three, two to three roster turnovers now. You know, we've had a bunch of basically different teams with late monsters. And, you know, the the guys who got in the middle of summer were great. You know, they helped us go on that big tear and they left and we got some new guys and they're also very good. So I'm just excited to see what our new guys can do in this playoffs, along with the old returners like me, Patrick Harrington, and a couple of our other guys. And another elephant in the room is those crowds you've gotten all summer at Centennial Field. How important is that and how do you use that home field advantage throughout the season and now in the most important games of the summer? You know, I think we all we all love that because we all mostly come from um, our colleges. I mean, I did, we have maybe 50 to 100 fans max at any of our games. So playing for a big crowd and playing for fans who truly love the Lake Monsters is definitely inspiring and uh, helps motivate you when you're on the field. And, you know, we love it. And Andrew, one last pitch to Lake Monster fans. Why should they come out to games? And why is it important for fans to watch this team here make this playoff run? I think these last two months are a big attest to what our team can really do. You know, I think we're 28 for 33 in our last 33 games. And, you know, we're, we've just been tearing it up recently. And I think we're going to bring that into playoffs. And I think that gives the fans something to really root for and want to come watch. Yeah, it's certainly been one of the best shows in town. We're so excited for the Lake Monsters to be the one seed. It's been a great year for them. Congratulations on a great season and good luck in the playoffs. Awesome. Thank you. Good luck, Andrew. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks so much to Andrew Bergeron once again for joining us. He had a lot of great things to say about the Lake Monsters, Pete Wilk, and all the success that Vermont has had this year. Before we return to the Back to the Futures playoff preview, we want to share a message from our friends at 78 Sports. Do you have kids playing baseball or softball? We all know practice time is limited, especially here in New England. Not to mention the cost of lessons and cage time can add up quickly. Save yourself time and money by giving your kids what they need to work on their game at home. Our friends at 78 Sports can help you put together the perfect at-home training setup. Whether you want to start small with just a tee and hitting net or looking to set up a full cage with turf and a pitching machine, they have you covered. The team at 78 Sports has designed and installed hundreds of home and commercial sports training facilities. So let them help you plan the perfect setup for your space. Visit the 78 Sports website at 78sports.com. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-Y number eight sports.com for a limited time. Just by mentioning back to the futures, you'll receive a 10% discount off your order. That's S E V E N T Y number eight sports.com. Now back to our playoff preview special. Shifting to our next team, the Pittsfield Suns, who have had an outstanding year. Co-manager Matt Gedman has led the squad all the way. They've gotten a lot of good starts from Isaiah Mestre, who seems like he's pitcher of the week every other week in the Futures League. It's been so fun to watch him and so fun to watch the Suns at Wilcona Park this summer. Of course, friend of the show, Isaiah Mestre is going to get a shout out. I believe he's going tonight, right? Is, is that the confirmed Suns starter from, uh, I think Javi's going to tell us that. Javi Rosales is on. He's not with the Suns anymore, but he's the perfect type man. He's playing, been playing a great outfield for them all year at Wakona throughout the league. Place him in any outfield. He's tracking down fly balls. He talked about the electric offense. And like I said, perfect type man for this series against the Rocks. Yeah, we went through and went, who's the perfect man to talk about the Suns and get fans hyped for the playoffs about the Pittsfield Suns? And Javier Rosales was the first name that came to mind. And let's take a look at what Javier Rosales had to say about the Suns and his season overall. At this time, we are honored to be joined by our next guest. It's Javier Rosales of the Pittsfield Suns. And thank you for coming on to our playoff preview show. We're excited to have you on. Sweet. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. And, you know, we know this, that you 
fans might not know, but you are on the West Coast. Your summer in Pittsfield has unfortunately come to an end. Obviously, you have to go back to school. What did you take away most from your time in Pittsfield this summer? Uh, first of all, Pittsfield was a was a great place to you know to call home for the summer. Uh, the fans are great, and uh, you know I, I really had a good time there, and I'm excited for the guys. I know they're gonna make a great playoff push. I think we, you know, they had a big shutout yesterday against Vermont. I think they're going to do great things in the playoffs. All right. So like you said, the Suns are in the playoffs. They're playing in the semifinals against Brockton this weekend. What has impressed you most about this team, both down the stretch and during the whole season? Uh, recently, obviously, they've had a, what, like an eight-game winning streak now. You know, I think we've done a great job of obviously dealing with the ups and the downs of the season. We've had our hot streaks and our not-so-hot streaks. You know, I want to give a big shout out to Coach Getty. I think Getty's done a great job of getting us ready each day, and it's really allowed us to perform. Yeah, so uh, Manager Matt Gedman has been great this year. The whole coaching staff has been great this year. What have you learned from them, and what has uh, have you enjoyed the most about playing for, for that coaching staff? Yeah, absolutely. Coach Getty uh, has been the best summer ball coach I could have ever asked for. I want to give a shout out, of course, to him, Coach Sheeks, which is our pitching coach. Coach Barb, like I said, I think they, they do a great job of, you know, giving guys the love that they deserve and getting everybody right for the game. Uh, Coach Gedman obviously puts together a lineup and he does a great job of doing that. And uh, he works with the hitters and he gives us an approach for the day. And uh, he does a really good job. And congratulations are in order for Coach Gedman as we're recording this on Friday. And about 10 minutes ago, he was announced officially as the co-manager of the year for the Futures League. So congratulations to him. And obviously, you speak of him and it's well-deserved, certainly. And in terms of your roster, who are players or pitchers on the Suns that fans should look out for as we head into the postseason? Uh, one of the pitchers I would say to keep an eye out for is uh, Ryan Langford. I think Langford... Uh, his, his uh, fastball is up 94, 95, 96 with a good slider. So I'll keep, a, keep an eye for him. And, and hitters-wise, I think our whole lineup can hit uh, one through nine. So I would I think we have the best offense in the league. So Yeah, it's certainly been a great offensive year in Pittsfield. And, and you know, continuing on the awards train, Ryan Lankford was officially named the Relief Pitcher of the Year for the Futures League. So congratulations to him. And and again, it's it's going to be such an exciting playoffs. And so, Javier, it's time for you to make a pitch to fans of Pittsfield. Why should fans go to Wakona Park during these playoffs and watch the Suns play baseball? Uh, Wakona is obviously a historic field, and uh, it's a baseball town. I feel that, you know, like I said, Pittsfield really has the desire to win this. So, I you know, I think if you've gotten any Pittsfield game, you can see the energy that the players provide for the fans. And I think we're going to make a great run for this. Yeah, you're going to, it's going to be a fun, fun run, fun to watch. And what's been your favorite part about this summer overall in the FCBL? I really, I really enjoyed the, the East coast experience. You know, I, I've never really been to the East coast prior to this. So it was, it was nice to, to be in a completely different environment. It was a little bit challenging at first with uh, the weather. I wasn't used to the weather, and uh, there was a lot of days where, you know, you'd wake up and it's real sunny and almost humid, and then it start thunderstorms would start going on about a few hours later. But uh, other than that, the baseball was great. Fortunate to have great, great teammates, and like I said, a great summer coaching staff. 
that really took care of me and uh, I had a great time. Yeah, it was unfortunate that you your first East Coast experience was this summer because it was the one of the rainiest Julys ever. So yeah, we're not used to this either. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hearing. I heard that uh, it usually obviously doesn't rain much in the summer and it provides for great baseball weather. But yeah, we're hoping Mother Nature complies here for the playoffs to get a little nice weather going. And Javier, one last message to Suns fans, you know, a thank you about this summer and, and what it's meant to you. Yeah, no, I want to thank uh, all the Suns fans, of course. Uh, thankfully, they, they were great to not only myself, but a lot of my teammates. And I'm excited for the Suns, and I hope that all our fans can show up to Wakona Park and we can do great things and obviously win it all. Yeah, it's going to be such a fun couple of days. Javier Rosales of the Pittsfield Suns. Javier, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you taking the time and good luck with uh, school going forward this fall. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys for having me and uh, go Futures League. Thanks, Javi. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much again to Javier Rosales for joining us. It was really awesome hearing him talk about the Suns. Even though he's on the West Coast, he's always, the, as we said, he's a great hype man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I forgot we did that. All right. Inside information. We did that at 1015 and I like forgot he was on the West Coast. So I felt bad. I thought we were kind of up early for the other interviews. I felt bad, but he got up and as you can see, smile on his face already at 7 a.m. or whatever it was over there. Thanks to Javi. Good luck to the Suns, of course. Two managers and a whole lot of rain didn't stop the Brockton Rocks from being near the top of the standings at the end of the year. They have had great success under both Jack Aaron and Mike Garza this summer. They've had an unbelievable performance from MVP candidate Michael Lankowitz, and they've had great pitching in Dylan Ryan, Jerron Watts-Brown, among others. Yep, Watts-Brown's getting the start tonight for the Brockton Rocks. They've been floating, like you said, near the top of the standings all year. They've seemed to be playoff bound since, since the start. I think they lost their first game, won eight straight after that. So they kicked off the streaks for the summer, as many as we've seen from, you know, the Suns and the, the Lake Monsters and some of these other playoff teams and playoff contenders. But, uh, this interview is going to be a little different. You may have seen this on our Instagram or Twitter this week. We're hearing from JP Olson as he talks about what Coach Garza's message to the Rocks as they head into this semifinal matchup against the Suns. I'm here with Rocks catcher JP Olson after Brockton took down Worcester 13 to five here at Fit and Field. JP, last night I talked to Nick Mastoni, your teammate, and he said momentum was the biggest thing for you guys this week heading into the playoffs. Why is that so important? How do you carry that into the second half of the week? Oh. Uh, well, last week we were a little bit cold, so we really needed some. The playoffs are so short, so whoever's hot is going to win, is what Coach Garza keeps saying. So we're starting to get hot right now, so hopefully we can stay hot through the playoffs. JP Olsen catching up with Johnny after the Rocks win, and that's a great message from Mike Garza to the Rocks to try and, you know, push it forward and, and, and get ready for these playoffs. Before we return to our playoff preview special, we want to share a message from our friends at On Demand Storage. Are you tired of living in clutter? Do you need more space around your home or office? Are you sick of visiting your self-storage unit? Does your business need a way to securely and conveniently store excess materials? On-demand storage will pick up your items directly from your location and put them in storage for you. When you want something put back, give us a call and we can deliver it back right away. We bring convenience to the outdated self-storage process. Visit ondemandstorage.com and submit an inquiry. During sign-up, mention the Futures League and receive 50% off your storage pickup. Once again, that's on demand storage, all one word, dot com. Now, back to our playoff preview special. 
And what a finish it was in Worcester. It came right down to the end, but they end up in the playoffs. The Bravehearts, once again, fighting for that championship, which they do so often. And congratulations to the Bravehearts on an incredible finish. Yep, congrats to them. They held off the spoiling efforts of Nashua. And just like Nick Martin, Don Percaro, and Andrew Salima said on Back to the Futures, they told us they were going to be here, Owen. Yeah, they called their shot. They've been great all year. Alex Amalfi and Jack Choate, two pitcher of the year candidates, have been fantastic for them. Gavin Noriega's bat is red hot, and it's it's going well in Worcester, certainly, as they come into the playoffs. There's also been some new bats in the Worcester lineup that have found success, including Mark Durashi, who I spoke to after a critical Game 2 win in a doubleheader in Brockton for the Bravehearts on August 8th. He talks about the message that Alex Dion and the rest of the staff has been sending about this playoff push. And again, the message in the Lewister locker room seems to be consistent. Yeah, that Bravehearts championship mentality is nothing new. Yeah, certainly not a new occurrence. And let's hear what Mark Durakshi had to say on August 8th. Yeah, you got here July 29th. You've been hitting 367 ever since you got here. How have you felt so far with your time in Worcester? I felt good. You know, it's really about the team winning, though, and just focusing on making a playoff run here and hopefully winning a championship. And uh, be honest, are you scoreboard watching a little bit, trying to see where you guys uh, place in the standings? Yeah, of course. You know, we're always asking Steve in there. He's always got the scoreboards up, making sure uh, we're staying ahead of Westfield and all the other teams behind us. So it was a big win, and hopefully we'll continue into next week. Thanks again to Mark Durashi for joining me post-game. And, you know, he called it Worcester's in the playoffs, and they did exactly what they set out to do. Yep, they held off a very tough fight from the Starfires. As they, the Starfires were in striking distance if the Bravehearts didn't win all those games they needed to win, but they did, and they're in. Yeah, an incredible run this season has come down to four teams. Just a reminder before we sign off here, the first round will be from Saturday to Monday. Monday would be the game threes if necessary and then the championship starts tuesday tuesday wednesday and thursday if necessary we cannot wait to finally have some playoff baseball in the futures league it's been an incredible season thank you all again for joining us watching listening it's been an outstanding season in the futures league yeah we highly recommend you come out to one of these games it's literally the best baseball around the capes over the necbls over it's the best product you're going to see and Hey, it's fun. It's cheap. It's family friendly. Yeah. Come on out for some futures league baseball. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 27 of season three. We're calling it our playoff preview here on back to the futures, the official podcast of the futures collegiate baseball league. We have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see everyone soon. 